you are listening to People Behind Design, conversations with the people behind new interior spaces. Hi everyone, how's your week going so far? This is Derek, back with episode 4 of People Behind Design. So today, we're excited to have Jade uh, from local ID firm Knock Knock Studio here with us to talk about her journey as a self-made interior designer. Before we get into it, here's a brief intro about our guest for today. Founded in 2019, Knock Knock Studio is a band of creatives who are dedicated to the creation of personalized spaces for unique individual use. From residential homes to creative concept spaces, some of their works were featured and are testaments to their skills and services where they are always ready to take on different challenges and turn them into whole new experiences. Materials and theme selections aside, they emphasize on making living spaces relatable to its owners and users so that at the end of the day, the space they create is the perfect home to the people who matters. Welcome Jade. Thank you so much for joining me today on People Behind Design. Thanks for having me, Derek. Hi, everyone. Hi, nice meeting you. First things first, we love your tattoos. Is it still a work in progress? Hi, uh, thank you. I love them too. They mean a lot to me and all of them were done when I was overseas. Mm. I don't think it will end here, but I also cannot be so sure that I will have more. <laughs> Usually it's when I have struggled and learned something from them. Then was sure, I'm sure that there's something I can live with for the rest of my life. Then I will get one. So I guess if there's no more, it means uh, life is more <laughs> selling. So let's pray that I don't have any more uh, tattoos then. Well, I, for, for me personally, I don't think I can get over the experience of, you know, being continuously pricked by a needle. Mm. It's very admirable to celebrate and cherish important moments in life this way. And I definitely wish that everything would go smoothly for you, for oh, sure, Thank Jay. you. Uh, just out of curiosity, as an ID, I'm sure you easily browse through dozens of deco pieces and material samples on a daily basis. Yes. Are you the type to also bring, you know, ceramics or random knickknacks home as souvenirs from your travels? Mm, yes, I actually brought home a lot of stuff from overseas. I remember I bought a lot of stuff like from US Target, mm -hmm. including like a laundry basket. Right. Because it's um, cheap for its quality and aesthetic. And till today, um, I think I've kept it for five years already and I still have it at home. I guess that's how much I really love it. Okay. And I also bought like a music instrument, it's called Kalimba from Spain and have it displayed in the studio. Some cups from Melbourne and it's not necessarily just deco la, because I also bought like um, a, a few of the uh, interior design related books from Taiwan. I right. really love them because they are really educational and it's uh, good to use them during coaching. Unfortunately, they are all in Chinese. So when, you know, during coaching, uh, we had to Google translate them every time I use <laughs> okay. them. Yeah. And anyway, because of this habit, right, I tend to exceed my baggage weight. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I can't imagine like the extra charges, you know, for all the overweight charge. I mean, yeah. luggages. Yeah, but each of the items means something to me during that period of time when I travel. So it's nice to see them around the studio or around my space, my own space. And I guess the extra charge is worth it. <laughs> right, <laughs> definitely. You know, uh, I have a habit of collecting mugs myself, actually. Oh. So okay. I can totally relate with that. Mm. My family and friends always accuse me of hoarding this, but mm -hmm. compared to keychains, mm. I think 
uh, things like books or marks are acceptable mm. because we end up using them one way or the other, yeah, right? That's true, yeah. <laughs> Coming back to our topic today, mm. what actually inspired you to pursue a career in interior design? Mm. Okay, because back then uh, when I was studying, I was actually learning accountancy. Uh, and I was naturally drawn to the interior scene on Tumblr. You know, last time there was no oh, Pinterest, okay. so Tumblr right. was like really very famous. And I didn't have a nice house, so I envied the places in the photos. And a friend of mine noticed my interest and encouraged me to pursue it. And at that time, I was unsure because I was already in, the gra- in my graduation year. <laughs> okay. uh, but because he taught the whole school cohort without any educational certification, wow. he inspired me and taught me that you know if you love it, you will try your best to make it possible. Yeah. And I immediately joined an interior firm after finishing school. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think since young, we were taught to choose our career path. But mm. that's steadily not the case for young generations yes. nowadays. Just because we found our real passions later in life, it doesn't mean we cannot succeed in them, right? Yes, Just true. look how far you have gotten today. <laughs> Knock Knock yes. Studio will even be celebrating its third anniversary this year. Yes, yes, yes. Did you ever imagine you'll be working for yourself one day as a business owner like today? Mm, to be honest, no. I didn't have the intention to set up my own firm, but my mom's passing taught me that um, life is short. Mm. Also because she left when she was on the hospital bed, she told me she regretted not standing up for herself uh, and everything she did was really for everyone except herself. I so I decided to try it out even if I wasn't sure. Mm, okay, um, my deepest condolences to you and your family, Jade. Oh, thank you. It must have been a very difficult time for you. I can feel that she must have been a big source of support since you started this journey. Yes. And it is inspiring Inspiring how Knock Knock Studio was established as a way to celebrate her memory. <laughs> okay, with nearly eight years of experience in interior design now, what's the first thing you notice when you walk into a new space? Is it the colour, the overall feel, or the decors perhaps? Mm. I think it's the overall vibe of the space. I love to understand how people use the space if it's residential. Okay. You know, sometimes um, it's, it's the same layout, but because they stay there, mm. but I find it interesting to see how they utilize the space. And I like the story behind it. It's something that gives me inspiration for my work as well. Right, I guess that's uh, where people and space, you know, sort of blend together to form their very own unique zone, right? Mm. Yeah. Yes. One of the highlights for Knock Knock Studio this year is designing for the solo art exhibition titled Brand Love by Eduardo Enrique. Mm. What's the story behind that collaboration? Was this the first creative space project for you and the team? Yes, actually, yeah, it is our first creative space project. Okay. Ed is my friend, and when he approached me about this his idea, I thought it was interesting, but also a challenge to take on because of Ed's requirements. Right. On top of having a budget to meet, uh, the labor works and the sourcing of individual materials were done and delivered by us, which made it harder to execute. But I'm super proud that we did it anyway. <laughs> well, yeah. That's great. And to be honest, right, because um I'm I I'm I'm really very happy with the collab. It's because of Ed that I learned to think within the box mm. as a as I'm a maximalist and he's a minimalist. 
So um, the collab also gave me a different perspective of how I can execute my work and I find that inspiring. Mm. I'm so happy that it opened uh, new opportunities for the company as well. And as the art show was uh, done during the Singapore Art Week, and it was featured on Vogue, Time Out, and other media platforms. Wow, yeah, that's great. Cool. Yeah. yeah, congrats on that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> From my experience, it's way easier to doubt ourselves when trying out a new experience. Mm. But that's all the more reason for us to embrace it, right? Yes, yes. By the way, mind to share with us what's the story behind your recent residential project in progress that featured a terrarium-like indoor garden spot? Oh, uh, that's actually my house. Oh, okay, yeah. so it's your own place. <laughs> yeah, it's a four-room HDB unit. Um, that space is actually designed as a separate shoe area to keep the house clean, mm. to which I added a ventilation block to separate the shoe cabinet and mini garden area. Okay. Yeah, and, and the ventilation block also introduces natural light into the space which shines at the plant area. By doing so, the space doubles up as a waiting area and a reading area for my partner when I'm taking longer time to get <laughs> okay. ready. Okay, alright, alright. And then this design was achieved by making the two toilets by the entrance smaller and creating a niche within the toilet with an additional floor trap. Mm. Yeah, so watering will not be an issue. Ooh. Yeah, and at the same time, when we use because we use a lot of uh, stainless steel stuff in the house, which makes it uh, a lot of cool elements. Mm. And the plants play an important role in helping to soften the overall look of the space. Yeah, mm. yeah I mean, uh, personally, I have a lot of relatives who enjoy keeping a green corner at home. Eh? Mm-hmm. But I've yet to see plants incorporated into the layout like this. Mm. Yeah, um, I definitely look out for your update when your new place is completed. Okay, <laughs> right. you'll check out my Instagram then. Yeah, sure, <laughs> of course. Another thing that caught our eye actually was uh, when we're browsing through your collection of those ongoing or completed works mm-hmm. is the way you and your team incorporate bold elements and pops of colour without them overwhelming the space. Mm. This can be seen through the use of checker tiles, bright orange walls, mm-hmm. and sometimes bright yellow doors that double as the focal points in respective homes. Would you say this is some kind of knock-knock signature? Mm, I wouldn't say that it's our signature. La. I don't think people come to us because of the pop of colours, but most of them who came to us is because we dare to try, mm. and we are more experimental in our approach. But of course, that's not the only thing that we do. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Where creativity is involved, there are definitely endless ways to express our personalities. And mm. I'm sure that your clients appreciate you and your team's effort in every way. Yeah. On this note, we loved your sharing of the transformation process of your studio. But we also spied a bit at the far end corner of your workspace. <laughs> are you technically working from home or homing from work? Oh, uh, okay, as mentioned earlier, right, I didn't have the intention to set up my own business. Mm. So the studio was supposed to be my home, okay. and which eventually became a home studio during COVID period. Right. But with more people joining the company, right, I decided to purchase a house mm. and expanded the studio sometime in June, which is a, really a great achievement to me. La. Yeah, it definitely is, Jade. Mm. My sincerest congratulations you know, to you on both the new home and the extension thank of the you, studio. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On this note, let's talk about work-life balance, you mm-hmm. know, since in this time when almost everything is on demand. Is it something that's achievable for you and the knock-knock team? Yes, that has been a rule for me um, the moment I started this company. 
you know, I used to work um, 24-7 and it has been unhealthy for me as I would often cancel plans with mm. my family during the weekends. And since my mom's passing, I've learned that, you know, it's important to rest as we work hard. Right. And it's the same for the staff over here. We work hard and we play hard and this is possible for us because this is communica communicated to our clients at the start of every project. Right. Again, um, work-life balance is not the ultimate goal uh, for us like, because sometimes we hustle for a period first so that we can lay rest at the later part which is also okay for us exactly yeah. I agree on that in efforts to deliver our best work for our clients you know it is vital to plan our time for work and rest so that we can provide our full attention to them and each other when it matters most actually yes, in the business of home creation for people right sometimes it requires a certain degree of tough love on ourselves as service providers and for clients as well so there are no regrets at the end of each renovation journey mm, from deconstruction to delivery which part of the renovation journey is your favorite to hustle through if you can only choose one wow let me think <laughs> huh? uh okay I, I like the start of my projects which is the stage where i get to understand our clients mm. to find inspiration for their space through their stories right by understanding their way of living i can work on a framework and translate it to the actual product which is especially important at the carpentry stage where we go through the individual compartments to help them organize their thoughts and to define the purpose of each storage, uh, storage space and seeing our plans become a reality through this step-by-step um, -step process is unbelievably rewarding. Mm. Uh, even more so because like when they start putting personal stuff inside, <laughs> and I often get excited as if it's my own oh, house. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I experienced that many times. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's a bittersweet feeling when you hand over each project. Yes. Because you and the team spend okay. so much effort planning for it and making sure that every detail takes form. Mm. Right. Uh, Tell us about how a normal day starts out for the Knock Knock team, Jade. For most of us, the perfect day starts with a good cup of coffee or tea. Do you think this is why most, if not all, well-designed kitchen have a certain emphasis on their cooking or dining space? Uh, yes, I once read from a book called Kitchen Living. I will just quote from the book that the kitchen is where most of waking life happens. Right. Yeah, though we might wander to another room to wash or sleep, the kitchen always draws us back with its smell, mm -hmm. its taste, and its promise of action. It's like, you know, when your loved ones make food for you, they don't have to tell you, like, I love you. Correct. And you know that they care for you because they cook uh, a bowl of Maggi Mee right, for they, you. They spend the effort. You're yeah. Right. And it's the making, giving, and sharing of food uh, acts of love and the most powerful source of non-verbal communication. Right. Yeah, so for our office, right, our every, every Thursday... Our admin will actually cook for us. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I'm super blessed uh, because I hardly have home-cooked food. And it's really nice to have home-cooked food during work hours especially. And we get to bond over the meals. Okay, Yeah, while great. she cooks, right? Then the rest of us will help to wash the dishes or clear the trash. So it's really nice to have colleagues who are like my family where we can talk about anything or... Uh, everything <laughs> right I mean that's that's so nice to, 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 to hear that well, you, you have like colleagues you know uh, to come around to come together to, to have mm. to have the food together yes very blessed right? I, I mean personally I haven't met the entire Knock Knock team mm. but I can feel how close-knitted you guys are just from what you are sharing 
Yes. It is definitely a blessing to have people that you can rely on at work and definitely. have strong rapport as a team, yes. right? In recent years, we are seeing a lot of homes and living spaces that are a mixed match of themes, mm. colors, or even textures. Much like your workspace at Knock Knock Studio, actually. <laughs> How do you and the team actually keep up with all these constant changes? Mm, I think what's most important is um, to buy or make stuff that you truly like and appreciate. Mm. That way, right, you will never go out of trend. And so there will be nothing much that we will want to get rid of as it can be repurposed when we need to change the layout of the studio. Right. Like, um, for me, right, it's like for our studio, the one time that we, we will need to change the layout mm. is when I have to move out. Mm, so we bought new furniture and so that everyone can have a sense of their new space. Like, I mean, we have buy new, we bought new table for them to use so everyone have their individual workspace, which creates more meaning to the space. So I guess it's so to always be open to changes. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah so if we really think about it, right, a mixed match theme will technically be more flexible, you know, in a way yeah. to manage in case our taste in design change over the years. Yes, yes. <laughs> With this in mind, I guess most people are on the right track, mm. right? Yeah. So now, from tile selections to delicate decor installations, mm. we especially love how you and your team take on the hands-on approach so that every detail turns out the way they are expected to. Mm. As far as imperfections go, what is the one thing that you and your team cannot tolerate in your line of work? Um, personally, I cannot tolerate uh, misalignments. Mm. Like, it's very hard for me to be okay with it even if clients can accept it. Okay. I mean, as long as it changes the meaning of the construction, right, then I will insist on making it right, which may be a hassle to rectify. Uh. I yeah. see, I see. I, I sincerely respect that, Jade. I personally mm. think that it's standards like this, you know, that creates quality work. And while it means spending more effort to get things done right, it will eventually become part of the trademark that people will look for you mm. and your studio. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> As IDs, part of the job is to help clients recreate their living spaces while staying within budget. Mm. What's your advice for new homeowners on which elements to prioritize first should they decide to renovate their space? Mm. Okay, I will recommend them to focus on the layout and the purpose of the space mm. because no matter how nice it is if it's not planned according to their lifestyle the, mo the home may turn out to be a source of negativity that may spread to the people living together and even colleagues right exactly and I think there's another thing that I am particular about and will emphasize to clients is the position of the sockets and lightings mm. like when thought carefully right, it will improve the owner's quality of life like right. having a socket at a dining area where you can have steamboat, you know, right. super important. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so true, Jade. Yeah. It's important to choose the right type of lighting, like you mm. mentioned, and also the positioning of the yes. sockets that will serve specific functions while fitting perfectly with the layouts of each room. Mm. Uh, I'm really thankful that most lighting options are built with adjustable dials nowadays. Yes. With so many available designs in the market, right? I can't imagine how many options I had have to run through back in the day when everything is sold separately. Yes. <laughs> okay, one last question for you, Jade. What's in store for Knock Knock Studio in the next half of 2022? 
okay, we have a few uh, upcoming projects lined up. So mainly we'll be focusing on that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to reveal them right okay. now. Just stay tuned on our Instagram. All okay. right. Then other than that, since the team is getting bigger, we'll also be focusing on efforts to build our people and improve the way the studio operates so that we will be able to provide better service for our clients. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll look forward for your updates on Instagram then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, now, we hope you, you won't mind this, uh, but we have hoped to end this session with a good old knock, uh, knock-knock joke, actually. Huh. Okay. In honor of okay. knock-knock studio. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Uh, okay, here goes. Knock-knock. Uh, who's there? Uh, Jade. Jade who? Jade from Knock Knock made the day great. <laughs> okay, uh, right. Uh, we hope that you'll be back again to talk about your new achievements soon, okay. Jade. <laughs> of course, it will be my pleasure. Okay, once again, a big thank you to Jade for sharing your story with us today. Head over thank to Instagram you. to follow her and her team's journey with Knock Knock Studio. I really hope that this episode has provided helpful insight on this ID studio and their approach in designing unique living spaces for people. Mm. For more behind-the-scenes stories, tune in again next month for a new episode of People Behind Design. Ciao! Thanks for tuning in to People Behind Design. Do follow us on Spotify and be part of our inspirational journey on Facebook and Instagram. Till then!